Uh, and the, the strangest thing that I teach in our kids in confirmation is that in Romans 8, it actually says that the Holy Spirit then prays for you. When you can't you pray yourself. You don't know yeah. how to pray yeah. the right way. And so the Holy Spirit prays for you. So how badly does God want to hear your prayer? He commands <laughs> it. He gives you the words to pray. And then he prays on your behalf. He prays yeah. on your behalf. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Scripture First, the podcast that explores how the Lutheran lectionary is working in your life. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. In this week's lectionary text, the disciples ask Jesus to teach them to pray. Jesus delivers. The result? The incredible Lord's Prayer. Adam, Kiri, and I ask Lars Olson, what actually is prayer? Are we commanded to pray? And do muscle memory prayers like the Lord's Prayer or Come Lord Jesus function the same as original prayers? You'll hear Lars explain the purpose of prayer, how badly God wants us to pray, and more in this week's conversation. But first, here's Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. He was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. He said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me, the door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything, because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks, receives, and everyone who searches, finds and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And now on to this week's conversation. Welcome back to Scripture First. We have Lars Olson with us this week. Thanks for being here, Lars. Thanks, Mason. It's good to be with you. We're in the 11th chapter of Luke, uh, Lars, and this is the uh, chapter right uh, at the very beginning. Uh, we hear Christ teaching his disciples uh, something. Uh, what's he teaching them? <laughs> well, it's pretty right important, Adam. Adam. It, is, uh, it is the Lord's Prayer today that we have for our gospel reading as Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray after they ask him. Um, Lord, teach us to pray. They watch him praying, and then they ask the question, would you please teach us how to pray? Yeah, I mean, he was... He was praying in a certain place, 
And after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. So they were watching him and listening to him. And they recognized, we have no idea what you're doing slash why you're doing it slash how to do it. Yeah, I think that's a lot of how people approach prayer too. Uh, We know it's something we're supposed to do. We know it's uh, something we were taught to do. But almost universally, I think people feel kind of uh, what's the word sheepish about their prayer life and lying about it. And it's almost a throwaway sometimes with people to say like, I don't know what else to say. Well, I'll pray for you. Uh, rather than really hearing what, what prayer is for. So diving in on a little bit. So it, 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 um, they actually, they actually do recite the first part of the part of the Lord's prayer. They don't do the whole thing. Yeah, this is just Luke's version of the Lord's Prayer. Uh, so there's a different one in Matthew. But yeah, we'll con- we'll just consider it the Lord's Prayer for the day. Okay. So I want to come back to that, but I want to start going into verses like 5 through 13, because I do have a few questions on that that tie back to the Lord's Prayer. But can, before we, we, we dive into verse 5, can we talk about my sheepishness with prayer? Oh my goodness, are we going to have a heart-to-heart? Mason, yes. But I mean, with Lars here, I do, I I mean, I've always been a little confused about the direction of, of, of prayer. I don't know exactly what to say, if I'm supposed to be asking God for things, or if I'm, uh, are we commanded to pray? Yeah, that's where um, it does get weird. It, like, is it optional? Are we supposed to do it? Is it a law? Is it not a law? Are we free to do this? It's It's always... Like, what this, do you say? I, I don't have a clear right. direction on prayer. So well, let's, are you supposed let's to talk to tell one of those God at a time. what let's, you want? Let's start with the first one. The answer to most of those is yes, but we <laughs> want to start with the first one. You said, are we commanded to pray? And uh, usually when people hear command, they take that as a um, as something that they have to do in order to please God. Mm-hmm. And we want to unpack that a little bit and get that out of people's minds. Because as soon as you get into that, that you have to say the right things and do the right things in order to please God, you're always putting the the weight and burden upon yourself. And then you're always living, of course, according to the law. You're turning prayer into something that you have to do for God rather than something that God gives to you so that you can say, I know God hears me. Mm -hmm. So when we say God commands this, that's absolutely right. But God is not commanding this looking down and saying, your prayer life isn't good enough and, and yours is really lacking. Uh, what he's saying is he's commanding this because God wants your prayers. Mm-hmm. That's how seriously God wants to hear you. He knows you'll never pray if he doesn't tell you to <laughs> because you're <laughs> yeah. always going to be feeling you'll, like, I don't know what to do. Or you'll be sheepish. Or you'll be un- sheepish. Sure. Yeah. Right? So he's yeah. telling you, stop being sheepish. I want to hear your prayers. Yeah. I'm telling you so seriously, I'm commanding you to do so, <laughs> so that you have all the confidence in the world that you can pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not an, ex- well, it is an expectation, but it's also more of a an in- invitation. Yeah, both. Both. Right. right yeah. uh, uh, either way, we're going to be turning this off of ourselves and back to saying, oh, God wants to hear this. So rather than living in relation to the law, saying, I've got to do it right, you're mm-hmm. now re- living in relation to God who says, I want to hear your prayers. Mm-hmm. And I'm so serious and utterly convinced that you won't do this without me saying it, that, I, that you now have both my command, mm-hmm. but also then Jesus says, and here are the words. Here's what you say when you pray. This might be an extremely elementary question, but what what is a prayer? 
Is it more, is it like a conversation with God? Is it, I mean, well, de- I, definitionally, like what, what I think is that prayer comes out that of this different? text. Uh, prayer is asking God for what you need. It is speaking to God. Jesus in other places is very critical about prayers that are not to God, mm-hmm. but that are for the, the community to show everybody how pious you are or to show everybody how uh, careful you are or show everybody how much of a good speaker you are. All these are like worthless uh, noise in God's ears. Mm-hmm. All he wants is what you have to say to him. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. I still have so many questions. Well, I'm here for those answers. Yeah, but we don't have time. Our <laughs> listeners are not interested. They're on their way to work right now. <laughs> but I do. But I mean, let's jump off of that right into it because Jesus commands it. And then he gives you these words to pray. And still people say, well, we have the Lord's Prayer, but it's got to be something more than that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It can't just be this simple prayer that I say over and over again. Uh, and actually, that's God's promise. He wants to hear your prayer so much. Not only does he command it, but he gives you the words. And I teach uh, even children this all the time. You always have something to pray. Mm -hmm. You have these words always to pray. God always wants to hear them. It doesn't have to be new words. It doesn't have to be something else. If you just pray the Lord's prayer, even as just uh, rote, uh, you do it before bedtime, God wants to hear that. God's not saying... Oh, you're sending me a prayer that's the same one you said yesterday. Uh, uh, Stop that. No, Mm -hmm. God always wants to hear your prayers. Mm -hmm. The Lord's Prayer is what you can always pray if you have nothing else to say because you're still asking God to provide for you daily bread. Mm -hmm. You're still asking for God's will to be done, uh, as uh, Kiri said earlier, and not yours. Mm -hmm. In this way, we are always talking about how we're praying against ourselves and for the kingdom of God in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, and I really appreciate that they did mention it again here. And maybe it's a good thing that they did break it down and not say the whole thing because it might force people to focus on it a little bit because I think it's one of those um, one of those items that is said so much that it does become muscle memory because a lot of congregations, especially when you're like Lutheran and Catholic, you say it every single Sunday mm-hmm. that it kind of, you just go through the motion. You don't understand what you're saying. What does hallowed be thy name mean? Like, what does that, what does that mean? What does daily bread mean? What does thy will versus my will mm-hmm. mean? And all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm happy that they actually did mention it here and that they broke it apart from each other because it is different. So I want to pick up, you talked about muscle memory and kind of just praying because it's there to say, right? Uh, and I, I want to stop us for a moment to say, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we teach children to pray at meals by saying, you know, um, uh, come Lord Jesus. What and, and whatever those prayers are, God is hearing them because they're for God, right? Mm -hmm. There are prayers. They're saying, thank you, God, for what's before us, or Mm -hmm. God, we need this. So muscle memory prayers are not bad. God is listening to those. He wants those. And we have to be taught how to do that and keep that, to hear that commandment. And what we're doing, though, is not saying, these are the prayers and here are the five that you can say. Mm -hmm. We're saying, learn these so that you learn to ask God in every situation. Mm -hmm. You learn to talk to God. Mm -hmm. You learn to that whatever you ask of God, he's hearing you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the muscle memory prayers shouldn't be looked down upon, but they 
aren't the end of prayer for us, right? Because we learn to pray at the dinner table, we learn to pray before bedtime or when we wake up in the morning, and you can use those rote prayers, but those then remind you throughout your entire life that whatever situation you find yourself in, God wants to hear your prayer. Yeah. They're, you don't just have to use those rote prayers, but yeah. you can always use them. Yeah, they're, they're, they are uh, gifts given to you, uh, and uh, gifts especially if you are able to pull them out by muscle memory because your parents taught you them exactly. or the church or, the, or your pastor. Exactly. Uh, because uh, when you're feeling sheepish or when you're feeling uh, not knowing what to pray, Christ, here's Christ, him saying again, pray this way. <laughs> but uh, but f- to your other point there, Kiri, with that muscle memory is, is to say, these aren't just the one prayer you have to say, right? And breaking out of that kind of mold that, oh, these are the only words we have. But rather, no, God always wants to hear your prayer. And when you have nothing else to pray, here are the words. So God commands it, and then he teaches you. So he's both uh, um, commanded you and given you that seriousness and then taught you how to do it. Uh, and the, the strangest thing that I teach in our kids in confirmation is that in Romans 8, it actually says that the Holy Spirit then prays for you. When you can't you pray yourself. You don't know yeah. how to pray yeah. the right way. And so the Holy Spirit prays for you. So how badly does God want to hear your prayer? He commands it. He <laughs> gives you the words to pray. And then... He prays on your behalf. He prays yeah. on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, which is a, a wonderful promise uh, if you cannot actually even say the words. If, you've, exactly. if you know that, that the exactly. Holy Spirit prays on your behalf. Yeah, That, that God does that because to fulfill the commandment for you. It's supposed to give you all the freedom in the world to say, God wants my prayers that deeply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he gives us uh, uh, the Lord's prayer. He teaches us uh, how to pray. And then he says, uh, Christ, this is Christ. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived and I have set nothing. I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. I have no idea what that says. <laughs> that is That last sentence is so incredibly sure. confusing. Well, it's confusing because the, the pronouns there are getting in our way a little bit. There's so many he's and him's and his uh, that, that you get turned around between these, these uh, two, these friends, two yeah. friends. But the idea is that like you went to your neighbor's house in the middle of the night and said, uh, people showed up in my house and I have no food to give them. I need help. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, because it's the middle of the night, what does your neighbor say to you? No. Go away. Uh, the door is locked. Uh, come back tomorrow. Uh, I don't have anything for you. And then the first person, you keep knocking on the door, right? Pounding and saying, no, 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 you got to get up. I need help now. And Jesus is saying, this is what prayer is. Mm -hmm. Banging on the door, knocking, being persistent, it says. Uh, Another word for that that Greek word would be uh, shameless begging. Uh, That... Uh, again, he's, Jesus is talking about how much God wants to hear your prayer that you asked once, you didn't, uh, you didn't get it. You didn't get an answer. You ask again, you keep going because you're in need. You keep pounding on that door. You keep telling God what you, what you need, that there is no limit to how many times you can ask God for something. There's no time that prayer has to stop in the middle of the night. You don't have to say, 
I don't know, maybe God will be pleased with me in the morning and I can get something. It's or God, right now. God's sleeping. He can't hear me. God's sleeping. He can't hear me. He doesn't <laughs> want to hear yeah, me at yeah, this time. Yeah. No, Jesus is saying, always pound on the door, uh, knock. God is always listening to you. But it's not a, a, a telling you that you need to ask the same prayer 27 times in order no, no. for God to hear you. That's not, not what he's getting at. No, what he's getting at is exactly what we've been saying, which is uh, prayer is asking for what you need from God at all times, the middle of the night, shamelessly, uh, which means like a dog uh, sitting there after you just gave him one treat, right? Uh, and he keeps looking up and you're like, Where, oh, where's my treat now? You, mm-hmm. He keeps begging. He has no shame. Uh, he has no sense of like, I've gotten everything I need and I'm satisfied. No, uh, Jesus is saying you are never satisfied. God is always wanting to give you more because that's what that's who God is, a giver, a giver of good things. And Usually in prayer, we stop short and we say, oh, I, I, don't, I, I can't be that bold. I can't ask for that much. Maybe I'm demanding too much of God. Instead, Jesus is saying, demand. Tell God what you need. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Be shameless with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great to bring us into <laughs> verse 9. <laughs> Shall we continue reading real quickly? So then he kind of transitions stories and then he says, um, he says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given, search, you will find, knock, the door will be open for everyone who asks, receives, and everyone who searches, finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will open. So I'll just stop there real quick. Um, I like this verse. However, I feel like this verse can be very, very easily misconstrued um, by by people as well as by preachers because of the fact that it's saying that um, search and you will find, um, ask, and it will be given you. And so it just feels like when it's saying, ask for it and you will get it. No, like, right. This I, is back to your yeah, muscle memory prayer. If I say yes. the right thing, then I'll get the right things out. Yes. Lord, give me a convertible. Right. I mean, yeah. I or will like, get one God, if I you're real, right. I want you to do this, this, mm-hmm. this for me. Right. And then I'll believe right. in you. Uh, God, give me a convertible, and I didn't get it today, so today I'm going to sing it. God, give me a convertible. All right, I mean, it's just, it's, I have to do it a new way, right? Uh, I didn't quite get it right because I didn't get it, uh, and mm-hmm. so there has to be something wrong with what I did. Because it says, yes. if it ask and it will be given to you, so there must and, have been something wrong in the delivery. Again, we're exactly. right back into prayer according to the law. Right, yes. doing it all right to get something out, rather than saying, mm-hmm. uh, "This is what I need, God," and being shameless about telling God what it is that that you need in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every moment. Yeah, yes. Um, another way that this gets misconstrued is uh, there's kind of a picture of this, right? Where Jesus is standing behind the door, uh, knocking and just waiting for you to answer the door for him. But Jesus' whole point here is that God is, uh, if you don't get a God right away, your persistence, God is listening, uh, keep going. Not that you're going to get everything that you ever wanted, because that's not what we pray for, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, uh, this is what I want, God. I want a different world. We all want a different world. But yet, this is the world that God keeps giving us. And what we find as we continue to pray 
is that we are waiting upon God's mercy, mm-hmm. waiting upon God's kingdom, because that's finally the gift that God is going to give to you. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's he why, goes, sorry, that's why I'm a little bummed out that, that when it t- says the Lord's prayer up in the first few verses, it doesn't, it skips out on thy will be done. Sure. And it doesn't say that because I think that that's one that I personally, I feel like that's the verse that I actually force myself to slow down and think about because of the fact to quote Sarah, it's, I'm literally praying against myself Yes. in that. And so not my will, but your will. Exactly. And so I feel like that is very relatable to what you're saying down here in verse 9 and 10. Well, to give you a little bit of comfort, why don't you just uh, get off of the will and work on your kingdom come? So not Kiri's kingdom, (laughs) but the kingdom of God come. Mm -hmm. Arrive here for me. Mm -hmm. This kingdom where all of my needs are met because I have the promise of Christ before me. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeing all the things that uh, that I have failed at, I see only the kingdom of God before me as a gift. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, God's will and God's kingdom coming to the earth, Mm -hmm. that you would know God as your father Mm -hmm. and that Jesus is your savior. There is the kingdom of God. There is God's will being done. Mm -hmm. I do want to come back to verse nine where, uh, where he says, so I say, ask, and it will be given to you. I mean, these are promises from Christ. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, And so we don't want to turn away from these and see all the things that we didn't get. But Mm -hmm. remember, uh, this is God's promise to you. Mm -hmm. Ask, and you will receive. Again, he's giving you confidence to pray. But it's not always going to be given to you the way you expect. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be given to you. And I think that's another way people get disappointed. I would say it's not going to be given to you the way you expect ever. It's going to be given to you in Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good way. You're such a pastor. Hey, hey, that's that's why I'm here for you. (laughs) I mean, and look what he goes on to say, right? Uh, All of you, everybody knows how to give a good gift to your children. Mm -hmm. If they're hungry, you're not gonna you're not gonna you know uh, hit them with a board. Uh, If they if they need uh, if they need a fish, you're not gonna give them a snake, right? uh, <laughs> Adam's it, laughing because this is too relatable. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you might play a prank on a kid. I do every once in a while, that kind of thing. But what Jesus is getting at is, uh, you know what a good gift is, mm-hmm. and you know what it means to give that, and you want to give those that you love good things. Mm-hmm. So, what is God doing as your Father? Mm-hmm. He's giving you good gifts. Mm-hmm. You who are evil might know how to give a good gift. But God, your heavenly Father, is giving you the gift of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. which is that you would have faith in Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. that you would know that your sin is forgiven, Mm -hmm. and that because your Father in heaven has commanded you and taught you, there you can pray by the power of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ to know that you are heard. And on that note, we've reached the end of this week's episode, my friends. Thank you to Lars Olson for teaching us that prayer is asking God for what you need. It's a conversation with God. And how badly does God want to hear from you? He not only commands you to pray, but he gives us the words to use. And he prays on our behalf. God, by his very nature, is a giver of good gifts and he's given you the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
a gift that gives you faith in Jesus Christ, so you know that your sin is forgiven. That's God's kingdom arrived today. Luther House of Studies' mission is to strengthen Lutheran leadership and ministries for the proclamation of the gospel. We wouldn't be able to serve current and future ministry professionals, as well as members of the church, without the generous support of people just like you. If you or your congregation is interested in sponsoring an episode of Scripture First, please send our co-director, Sarah Stenson, an email at sarah.stenson at lutherhouseofstudy.org. That's sarah.stenson at lutherhouseofstudy.org. You can find her email in the show notes or find more information about supporting Luther House of Study at lutherhouseofstudy.org. Thanks again for joining us this week. Remember, God wants to hear from you. We'll see you next time on Scripture First.